welcome to the A to Z of Godly Relationships podcast. It's good to have you back with us. Now, from the previous podcast, there was quite a lot of interest in finding love in lockdown. And we did touch on online dating. But today is a bit more specific. In fact, we are going to be focusing purely on online dating today. And because we have a guest, of course, the experience is not going to be my experience. It's going to be her experience. So welcome, Jay. Hi, Jay. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you, Sonia. Uh, thank you for inviting me to this podcast. I'm looking forward to having the conversation. Not a problem at all. It's good to have you. Now, just for the, for the listeners, we are friends. We've had a friendship over a period of years. Um, and our friendship very much consists of correspondence, i.e. we don't tend to see each other very much, do we? No. No, we, that would be right. I mean, Jay lives quite far away from, it's probably about, I think it's about a two hour drive, isn't it, from where I live. So we spend most, yeah. of, our, most of our communication um, over the phone or over WhatsApp and every now and then we may see each other. We, we do um, have a ministry that we run together, but because of the lockdown, we've not been able to do any of the events. And so we hardly mm. see that we're in constant communication. So I really thought it would be a great idea to pick your brains, Jay, because you have experience with online dating and we want to hear your experience uh, with regards to how online dating has been for you, where you're at with it, um, whether you will pursue it and over to you really. Um, My first question really, just to get us going is, can you share a bit about your dating history and what led you to online dating? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's it's an interesting question and one that, um, yeah, I, my my dating history is, is really limited. So um, I've been saved for a, a, a while, for a long time, um, sort of coming into like the 20 year period. And I think, um, throughout that time maybe in the very early stages of my walk I don't know if I dated I definitely kind of had interest in a a, a couple of people but I don't know if I actually dated and then pretty much for the rest of my walk I have not uh, dated at all until recently um, until we went into lockdown at which point in time yeah I, I kind of I think I suppose I started my dating journey then okay so the Bible talks about waiting to be found. Um, mm-hmm. How, where does that sit with regards to waiting to be found or going looking as females, especially because, you know, the way the Bible and the way we interpret it is that the woman waits, the man finds you. You know, for women to be going on to online dating, um, mm. do you have any views on that? Um, yeah, well, I think I've had a change view. So certainly when online dating first came in and I was relatively young, again, in my Christian walk in the church I was in and my teaching was all very much of we don't do that. You trust God, you hold on and you wait. Mm-hmm. So Christian dating was a definite no-no. And actually I was, you know, I want to say young enough and in total hope and expectation that I would find a uh, uh, a husband in a quote-unquote normal channel so yeah. it, it was yeah it was I didn't have to think about it so I was taught that it wasn't the right thing to do and that wasn't trusting God the church was a little bit split um, in terms of its thinking of it um, and then as the years went on it became 
one of the options or platforms that I certainly needed to look at. So I still think that there is um, there is truth in that word, um, mm. and I think there is balance. But being but going on a dating website for me, in my understanding now, is just another platform where I'm positioning myself to be found um, mm. and to engage with people. So yeah, I, I think the scripture still reads true but I think not in its traditional sense of you must wait and never speak to a man unless he speaks to you otherwise it's not from God I don't I don't I don't think that that to be true so when did you um or not when did you how did you feel when you very first entertained the idea of going onto a website was there resistance how did you feel about actually making that step uh, no, I had no resistance at all. To truth be told, I think I'd been single for so long. I just it was the least of my worries. I, I, I didn't I didn't feel like it was taboo, certainly not now. I think most people have tried, whether that's Christian online dating or um, quote unquote secular or non-Christian uh, dating websites. But I think that the, the stigma has been far removed um Mm. and most people i know have already tried it so i didn't feel any trepidation about going on it i just felt like i was in a stage where i was starting to get when i say starting to get starting to maybe become a bit bolder in putting myself out there i think brought on by lockdown that yeah i I was very very comfortable with going on very comfortable okay Okay. so when when you when you went on to the site you know did you go straight in and start making contact with people or did you hold back and just sort of browse and see what was available? How, what was your approach to it to begin with? Um, I think actually, let me let me jump back a little bit because I, I just I, I, I'm hoping it was the Holy Spirit put back into my mind because actually I did try online dating a couple of years ago before that, but where mm. I was a lot more reluctant to put my information out there, um, mm. and I definitely browsed. Uh, from the sidelines so I was a bit more um, I, I wanted to see who was on there and what was on there but I was really reluctant to put myself out there I didn't have it um, on this second time around um, I kind of made a decision that I was going to do it so I was uh, so I put all of my information on their pictures profile um, I kind of updated an old profile that I had that somebody helped me write um, and yeah and so, yeah, and then I, I suppose I just, I, I definitely wasn't into, oh, I'm going to go and click on say hello to lots of men. But when you go, I think your profile kind of, um, I don't know if it gets highlighted because you're a new member. So there is, there's a lot of initial contact um, that you deal with. Mm-hmm. So you get lots of hellos and likes and all, all of that okay. stuff that um, came, came yeah. with it. So I didn't really feel the need to, to, be the approacher if that makes sense yeah yeah so talking about your actually with your profile did you feel comfortable to sell yourself if you like or was that one of the obstacles that you needed to overcome are you are you quite good you know even with a cv are you quite good at selling yourself and all your sort of best bits and and all of that or did you feel like oh I'm, i'm were you quite minimal or did you really go for it and say look i am the best thing I think um, verbally, I'd be brilliant at it. So I'm, I'm to have a to converse with someone and sell myself in that environment would be easier. But um, 
to to write it down is a little bit harder so as I said I'd, I'd got help so I think for me the good thing is not just what I see myself as but actually how do other people see me and how would you how would you vocalize that on a website so I, I think it's not the easiest thing to do because I don't I'm not confident in it but I think it's more it's just not my skill set to write and be funny um you know I grew up in an era where face-to-face communication was the was the way forward so or was the was the Mm -hmm. dumb thing so writing in in a in an environment like that to try and convey my character is definitely not natural to me so I think for me engaging with other people who maybe have a bit more of that skill set that can still say the same thing but make it sound a little bit more exciting was useful for me so I kind of took a a a two-pronged approach so would you for anyone listening would you know who may be struggling with you know creating a profile that might be an obstacle for them like they can't get past yeah. that and so they can't get onto the site would you recommend that they have someone help them and would that be somebody professional somebody who's a family or friend what would you, what would you recommend? yeah I, I would definitely say if you're not comfortable with it and even if you are I think get someone to read your profile who knows you to make sure that you're coming across the way that you know through somebody else's eyes it's very easy when we write stuff to think it sounds great but actually how would somebody else view it um so yeah i would definitely say i'm, I'm not sure i'd say a professional um, i don't know professionals who write profiles but i think that can become a bit impersonal but definitely have a, a, a two-pronged maybe even a three-pronged approach show your friends kind of what it is if all of you are doing online dating at the same time get them to get everybody to look at each other's and have a male and female perspective which is always which I think is a nice idea I didn't actually have a male perspective but you know again it would have been just good to see how they would have you know how do you think this would come across if you were looking at this profile you know what would you think um generically so yeah so yeah so I think it's a really good idea to get insight from from other people um who know you yeah I really like that in, in, in the spirit of what you've just said, um, with regards to, you know, being authentic and, and getting your profile right and that kind of thing, we can't talk about online dating without talking about catfishing. Now, okay. that's a, a, a big thing for a lot of people. Mm. Um, in your experience, you know, and I, I'm going to, I want to approach this from both sides because people often talk about catfishing from the opposite side, as in somebody is putting on fake photographs or saying fake things about themselves or they're posting you know airbrushed photos from two decades ago but also from the person who is actually writing the profile and posting pictures themselves how um in your experience did you come across or did you um uncover anyone who had done that and were you posting pictures of yourself that were current and natural? And, you know, if, if, if I were to see you on any other day, would you look like the picture or would they <laughs> walk past you thinking, um, who's that? Because <laughs> that doesn't look anything like that. <laughs> um... So the first part of the question, let me answer, is did I come across it? Well, I was in lockdown and I never got to meet anyone personally. So I I actually don't know um, if they they did. I think people, I think you can tell when people's pictures are old. Um, I think men are most probably, my personal thought is that they're most probably more open with it. I don't think they really tend to hide away from it and give you uh, sort of pictures that are, 
sort of out of date or you might get some old pictures mixed in with more current mm. pictures but i don't find that they tend to be and they're, they're used there's usually quite a few i think there are some profiles where there was just no picture so little information that you, i just wouldn't engage um but i don't mm. know it yeah i don't i think some people literally don't, they don't put anything on what's your occupation electrician what's your you know, what should your favourite book, the Bible, and and you know, there's so little information is that you, for me personally, I wouldn't engage with somebody like that. But the people that I did talk to, I, the assumption, um, as I said, I didn't meet them in the flesh or kind of have video calls with them. So, but yeah, they felt like they were modern, sort of recent pictures. I don't know how I can tell that, but you know, you you kind of can look at a picture and see whether it was a, a, a decent while ago so catfishing yeah. wasn't one of the things i don't actually even think it really worried me maybe by the time i arrived on a, a face-to-face date it would have but it definitely wasn't my yeah. concern there um for my pictures absolutely i put my best put foot forward and and, and and to be honest with you you might see me looking like that if you were go- if i was going out but you wouldn't necessarily see me looking like it on a day-to-day basis it wouldn't be com- completely different to what I am because it's me um, but it would be the best version of myself but I was challenged a lot um, to take uh, to put on full length pictures so shape and size and, and what size woman you are all that that became prevalent throughout and I I hadn't intentionally not put on full length pictures just most of my pictures in my phone were selfies so I put those up um, but then after being asked again and again and again I put some full length pictures up of myself because I thought it, it's clearly um, important for them to get a whole picture which um, yeah, I, I, I struggled with it sometimes because this was one of the things that made me feel like, well, what are you trying to get to know? You know, do you need to see yeah. my whole physique, my face? You know, is it all about that? But equally, I, I understand why you'd want to because if you're into yeah. tall, slender women and I am a short, fat woman, then it doesn't, you know, it yeah. it, it might not yeah. be your physical, um, it might not be your physical attraction. So, Yeah. I mean, it's interesting you say that because I think quite a few people get frustrated when they are asked for a full-length photo or an additional photo and things like that. Mm. But I think there needs to be some kind of level of understanding as to why people would ask for that. Do you not think? Mm. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Like I said, I think more and more pictures of my face is just it's redundant. I'm like, I don't know how many yeah. more times I can show you me unless you want to see me <laughs> as I just woke up in the morning. So I'm kind of... But I do get wanting to have a rounded view of the person you're going to see online dating can be in the initial stages quite impersonal um i I think for me it's just the motive of which they ask and how persistent they are with it and how much of the conversation it overtakes if you're getting to know me and it's it comes up every now and again it's fine but if you're just like send me a picture send me a picture send me a full length picture oh i sent you a picture send me another one you're like (laughs) No. it's a bit much isn't it yeah I mean, like yeah you mentioned as well is that with regards to selfies you know I I, I I could be wrong and I think I may maybe know one or two maybe three guys who you know walk around with the phone facing them mm. taking selfies mm. but generally I just have this impression that men probably don't care too much for taking selfies all the time maybe as much as mm. some women do I'm not one mm. because I'm a bit at it so I'm not one for taking mm. selfies much 
people, but I know some women who are fantastic at it and they, mm-hmm. they've really worked out their angles and everything. I probably need to learn from them. But um, I do imagine that there's probably some men out there and some individuals, women as well, who really do have like the one or two favorite photo and they just post that. And when people are asking mm-hmm. them for more, it, it's another sort of level of pressure. And, you know, they think, well, I don't have any more. And then, I mean, I can't, I don't like taking photos, so I can't imagine if I can't manage the the selfie, I couldn't imagine asking someone to take pictures of me to put on the site. Do you know, even Mm -hmm. if I wasn't telling them before, I find that really uncomfortable. So there's probably some really genuine people out there that just don't have a library of photos to to distribute. To share. Yeah. So I but then I also think on the flip side, I think, well, if you're gonna go down this road, get ready. Absolutely. And I I would say exactly the same thing. Yeah, Yeah. I would say like you're on a you're on a dating website it's it's not an option not to have them if you've only got two pictures mm. from 15 years ago you need to go and take some fresh pictures because it's not it isn't fair people <laughs> need to see who you are and they want to see who you are um and not always yeah, for no. the right reason but there are people who with the right reasons also want to see who you are and it's exactly the same i have the expectation that you would provide me with um you know some view of what you look like um and yeah, so it, it, you've got to be, if you're going to go on and do it, be intentional about it. And you, you kind of have mm. to overcome some of those concerns or maybe it's just you're just not ready to do that yet mm. or to do yeah. that online dating process yet. So listen, when you, let's move on to, you're on the song now, you've done the profile, you've posted your pictures and you've had a bit of a browse and people are looking at you. What was your personal experience of the pace of how, you know, people reached out to you, how the conversation went and, and, you know, how did you feel about the pace of how it was all going? Was it too quick and too intense? Was it too slow? What was it like for you? Uh, It was way too, I mean, so fast. So, so, so fast. Way too fast for me. Yeah, I didn't... um, I, it, well, I think, again, it was most probably a mixture of both, but predominantly I found men particularly quick. Um, so very uh, quick to engage. If you if you engage back with them, they kind of have a, a conversation with you. And not all of them, but for, for, I would say, the majority, there was this great sense of moving quickly into an established almost, you know, friendship like we're already we've already arrived like we've been speaking for a good few months we now know each other a little bit and there's this banter it was like on day two there would be you know a familiarity that I just was not comfortable with I just didn't like it and whether that came in through um you know cute nicknames or you know demanding pictures or let's move off of this platform and go straight into uh on the phone which I, I never really understood because I kept thinking well what's the difference if, if I'm on whatsapp or if I'm on this platform the, the you can do the same things apart from you can share pictures but actually I could just upload more pictures onto my profile so I'm not going to be sharing with you anything Mm -hmm. untoward so it always made me a bit curious but it was quite persistent in in and again in the men who are most probably familiar um and I didn't it felt really inauthentic it just felt like you were trying to rush to a 
I don't know, almost, I don't know, like a... Yeah, jump the gun to this almost slightly romantic kind of banter when it was like I've literally only had about three conversations with you and and they're all been on uh, written communication so yeah I, the pace yeah. sometimes was too fast so let, let me jump in here for argument's sake you're on a dating website mm-hmm. and you both know why you're there as opposed to meeting on a train or at a party mm-hmm. or someone's wedding or something Mm-hmm. into you know in the supermarket you are mm-hmm. on a dating website and you both know why you're there is there mm-hmm. an argument to be had that there's no need for the small talk let's just get right down to why we're here and let's move straight into asking you all the you know the criteria questions is there an um, argument because and i'm not saying it's right i'm saying is that something yeah. to consider why people you felt that they were moving really quickly um what i would say is that if it's not the directness of let's get together it's the it's the it's the familiarity so for example i was speaking to someone for maybe we were in day two of communicating and we'd had a you know the initial how are you what you're doing what you're up to what you're looking for and all of those questions are valid and they come pretty early on which i understand comfortable to answer but it's the it's the sweet cheeks it's the beautiful it's the gorgeous it's the all of the it's the pet names i mean literally used to they just used to get on my nerves because i'm like i don't i don't know you you know how could you from the one picture you know oh hey sweet cheeks how are you doing this evening well actually my name's jay and i'm fine thank you very much you know it i just it's that level of familiarity so the 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 instance the instance of going straight into what are you looking for in a spouse that's fine I don't I'm really comfortable with those conversations and you're right I think we know why we're there but equally when someone approaches me on the street and asks my telephone number I know why you're asking or I have an assumption you're just trying to get to know me so there's no difference and those conversations are fine it's just some of the familiarity I think I I think on day three of speaking to someone who was particularly intense I had I think I'm falling in love and it was like you don't even know my surname and it was again it's just too yeah, much I mean, and, and actually answer prayer for somebody somebody might think oh my gosh this is it it's taken me two days to meet someone we're in love no no no, <laughs> no. and how you do, you can't know how can you love me i mean it, the, the banter was good and the conversation was good and i actually mm. did you know i liked them but i was just like it's whoa you know mm. using the using the l word three uh, three days after conversing on a a dating website is yeah it's it, it might maybe i maybe i'll give you a week but if if it was a bit longer but it's still super quick and it put me off because i just felt, kept thinking to myself you know imagine the intensity and the pace of which you'd run if you love me after yeah. day five when you're either gonna dislike me after day one or you're gonna propose on day two too much too much too soon yeah. for me so did you did you discover something about yourself in that because was there a time when you thought i'd love all that i'd I'd want to meet someone and and know where i stand fairly early on um you know as opposed to now that you've kind of had it do you feel as if like oh maybe maybe i don't want that or did it just feel disingenuous you know like they you i think Mm. the bit you're making 
is that they don't know you. So to be able to be saying something like that when you don't feel the same makes it yeah. really fake. That is that is nail on the head. It's it's it felt super disingenuous. I didn't feel like it it would be real, and not just because I didn't feel the same way. It's just yeah, it it was just too quick. And so to go back a little bit and answer the the first part of the question, to think, did I? I, I, I would love to, if it was a two way street, meet someone and know early on in the relationship. Not not a week in, no that's too soon unless you know there was a a real uh moment with the holy spirit where he said absolutely yes and you know that there was more of a divine um what's the word i'm looking for a divine encounter um and which i believe can happen but i think what i what i realized about myself the 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 necessity for authentic connection is really high and that 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 sense of I was never like it when I was young and I'm not like it as I get older I'm not one of these you couldn't woo me with a, a, a set of um, words and chat up lines and 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 me to fall at my knees I'm not like that so I, I have relationships in my life in general that are authentic and they're built and I think that that absolutely I, I most probably reaffirmed and learned that about myself when it comes to dating it doesn't differ um, if anything, it's more prominent because I want somebody that I can genuinely get on with, not somebody who just wants to pay you compliments and take you to dinner. And all of that stuff is is nice, but it's it's not the stuff that I'm looking for in a relationship. Sure. So let me ask you then, because you know me well enough, and there's, mm. you know, those who do know me know that I always like to come away or, or you know, just not only have the facts. I do like to dig a little bit deeper as to how things actually felt, you know, or why you did what you did, that kind of thing. So, what the facts have broken, what I would love you to share, if you're comfortable to, mm-hmm. is how did it feel for you when somebody reached out to you, when you got a notification that somebody was interested, um, or several people were interested, how did that feel, getting those notifications coming through? yeah lovely it's such it was I, like I said I had a, I've got a very strange day in history when I say strange it's unusual um because most people have dated some at some point in time in their 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 Christian walk or just generally in life and before I became a Christian obviously I dated then um but I think that it was it it made a big difference one of the difficulties of being single and never being approached and never being or feeling like no one was approaching you or feeling like there was no real interest um it becomes super disheartening so actually the realization that people are interested in you based on you know a couple of pictures and a profile that you've kind of written and checked and put out there was yeah the feeling was was nice it was it was affirming it was kind of a bit of a relief like oh you know I'm not you know I don't look like the back end of a bus and you know I don't have the worst personality in the world because you start asking yourself the the why not so for me um yeah it was it was really affirming and yeah it was a bit of a sigh of relief but yeah just nice especially if you get a match and you think oh he's nice and then you get you're like you know there's a there's a there's a nice excitement about it um yeah so yeah the 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 
my that's my next point really is what happens when you get a match and what mm-hmm. happens when you reach out to someone and they don't come back at you so it's not a match um i think in the beginning it's fine because yeah. you've got such a lot of uh you've got such a lot of incoming uh traffic that you kind of like oh you like someone and then you're a bit like gotcha you know why didn't they respond you don't really know you you don't know why and you don't get any response first of all you feel like maybe their computer's broken or you know you're hoping it's something you know a bit more like no they just don't want to talk to you so you're and then you realize that they don't want to talk to you um and it's a little bit um I don't know if disheartening is a word, but the the longer you are on dating websites, it it becomes a lot harder. So yeah, I think you feel you don't. Initially, I definitely didn't. I I felt a bit like oh, but then by that that time, you'd had maybe another three or four or five likes, and maybe Mm. one that you thought okay, you know, let's start conversing with that. So there's like quite a constant. That sounds awful, but there's quite a constant flow of communication. Um, even in the initial stages even if you're saying thank you but no thank you even if you're not responding but you know there's always there's the activity is consistent um, yeah. and so the disappointment comes more after maybe that happens to you a few times and then you're like well I don't like any of the ones that are approaching me and the ones that I like don't like me and that can be a bit disappointing you know, um, it's funny, as you're speaking, I imagine a bit like like with a CV or a job application where they say you have, you know, there's the desirable attributes and then there's the essential. And I can just imagine myself um, going back on their profile. If, I, if I've if i reached out to them and they haven't come back and I go, I'm going to their profile and I think, but everything you've listed that you want, I've got. So what's the problem here? Clearly, it's just a physical you know so that's why i asked the question because i think my cat for my character i'd probably begin to really look inward and think hmm what what was it i think i'd probably spend too long on trying to discover why didn't you you reach reach out to me you know uh which is probably why i you know i don't have experience with dating websites per se um i don't need to now but in my singleness i think i was still in that season i've been married for 16 years now so back then there was still that stigma of going on to dating mm-hmm. sites not like it is now and there wasn't social media wasn't as rife then and you know so it, i i think i'm very curious as to what it feels like and i guess it's part of your character isn't it it's part of who you are and how you take those um you know the the silences or you know someone calling you sweet it's very much character driven isn't it Mm -hmm. when you um when you did you feel as if people asking you questions people you know trying to contact you constantly people trying to ask you certain questions did it ever feel intrusive like anybody was going too far or you know you mentioned that I don't really know you so how could you ask me this or was it quite comfortable to be asked questions about I mean presumably family work interests that was it intrusive I yeah I think it definitely is a little bit intrusive I think you but there is a so it's a double barrel so it does feel intrusive and some of the questions um definitely feel harder to answer than others and you're you're con- I'm conscious about 
sharing you know certain levels of information but equally there is a really clear understanding that that's what you're there for so you know mm. that they're going to come and the questions are the same usually what do you do for a living what does your family look like what's your family background and then it's which is all relatively comfortable for me um but the personal questions like do you have children and I don't have children why don't you have children that was a always a really pretty full-on forward question um you know because at my age I think people just find it unusual um but because it's quite a sensitive subject for me it felt and and people were relatively gung-ho about it so they weren't sensitive to the fact that actually you know you're of a certain age you don't have children and not understanding the reasons of the whys and wherefores they Mm ask the question with really understanding what potentially is going to be the answer coming back Mm -hmm. um Mm. yeah and whether they because it's it can be quite deep you know but um yeah of course you're on christian websites so did you find Mm. that people were behaving in 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 a christ-like manner did they always approach you know in a way that you would imagine they would or did you find that there was a sort of absence of holy spirit if you like um, in their conversations, did anyone ask anything inappropriate? Did it, was anyone suggestive or speaking in a kind of innuendo? Do, do you think it was? Yeah. Do you feel like anyone you spoke to would you would say is an upright, you know, an upstanding man of God? No, definitely not. Mm. I, I don't. I don't think sort of like really bad. But there's. I, I think that I'm most. I'm just trying to think. There's most probably two people that stand out in particular. One of them was was clearly, and not because of innuendos, and but just, uh, but just the stuff that he said clearly kind of made me think that he's not walking fully with Christ, um, mm-hmm. and uh, has kind of either strayed or gone slightly different, um, a different route. So that was um, that was the first, and then the second one. Um, yeah, definitely started to try to create a platform where they could have certain conversations, which I shut down so quickly because it, it again I find that it's it was so offensive you know they, they'd make innuendos about certain things or just talking about being with you at inappropriate times and you're just like hmm, no absolutely not um, and being really clear that listen if that's what you're on here for forget it it's a waste of time it's not for me or I'm not for you I mean no one should be for you on here but it, it's not me so if that's if that's your goal you know forget it um, yeah. Yeah. And and then you just, and then you know if they're still a persistent with it, then persistence with it, then I'd you know I'd block, um, mm. which only happened on a couple of no only one occasion actually. But mm. yeah, I think there's definitely you have to be really careful and you have to 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 I think keep your your own standards and, and morals um, to, in order mm. to kind of know how to navigate it for yourself and we you know we did I did the A to Z of relationships before I did all of this and it was kind of one of the catalysts of having the boldness to go out there and and date and get on websites just because I think I understood a little bit more about myself and where I was and what were some of the issues and what were some of the issues with me what were some of the good points with me and actually just having the 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 full courage to do it I don't think I was particularly overtly nervous but I think when you kind of a bit more comfortable with where you are in your singleness journey and what that looks like and what you're looking for it definitely made that easier um 
Yeah, so, so I think when I... Yes, yeah, so, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so when I came to having these conversations, I was clear about kind of my standards and where I stood on certain things. I wasn't, um, I wasn't open to you know conversations that were inappropriate or trying to move into a physical relationship or some sort of even online physical relationship was just like no that that's a good point because i feel that there are people who sort of plunge in they literally dive in Mm. at the deep end on dating websites put themselves out there and then become led by where the conversation is taken by the other Mm. person and i'm speaking male and female here um Mm. and so you 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 said you've done some you did some preparation beforehand as to self-reflection looking inward before you would kind of put yourself out there to guide you as to what you wanted is that right yeah absolutely yeah and I, and I think like I said I think it that's it's really important if I mean some people will boldly go onto these platforms and it's been the norm for their whole uh, you know Christian dating experience but but for me in particular it hadn't um so I was approaching it in lockdown um you know I was going to be at home a lot I was going to be you know I had time to engage in it I was furloughed at work at that time so I had time to engage in it but I think had I gone in um just wanting to meet a a man Mm. I definitely could have been led into some difficult uh, or, or some situations I would have found myself most probably in compromising positions and, and there were some men there was a particular person on there was extremely attractive even now well, well based on his profile pictures but you know he was super attractive and even knowing what I knew you know I was still tempted after a conversation which which wasn't yeah it didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to turn out but I was a bit like he's so handsome maybe I'll just go out with him with him anyway (laughs) but actually you know having your standards and understanding like I said who you are and having that self-reflection became it almost essential when I think about it now it became essential to navigate through it because you can get I've been single for a, a, a while now and you can get kind of led off by like oh you know this will do um yeah but yeah, yeah so I, th- I think having that is really really important or it certainly played out in a big part for me mm. Mm. It's, it's true you're saying you know some people would have rather have something than nothing um and I remember having a conversation with you following that encounter if you like and you had told mm. me that you had seen this guy seen his profile and he was absolutely stunning to the eye and yet when you came off the conversation with him suddenly mm. not so much you know what the, con- yeah. the inner content didn't match the outer appearance at all um mm. and that was really interesting because i think some people i mean i've heard people in the past say to me but he's he's beautiful <laughs> just to be on his own <laughs> enough um mm. quickly followed by help we need counseling um and so yeah it, it, i'm glad you you you've mentioned about the self-reflection and really looking at what it is that you want and seeing beyond the moment because it's it's you mm. know like, like, i'm missing it and so just looking good is really not enough it's really not enough yeah and i'm pretty sure most yeah. people know that um my yeah as, as we sort of wind down a little bit now is will you will you continue on dating website 
or would, would you draw a line under it as, as something you've done and you've tried and, and it wasn't quite for you or would you persevere do you feel it's something that you know still holds possibilities for you um yeah i definitely would i definitely would persevere but you have to do it in bite-sized chunks so i couldn't stay on for a whole year just conversing and conversing and, and nothing happening because it's 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 wearing um but to be honest with you I, I think i quickly learned it's most probably the most prominent place for someone in my age group um to to go out and uh, meet someone because mm-hmm. I'm not like you know I'm not in my 20s mm. or 30s mm. <laughs> um, so, so you, you know it's yeah, in, your in my 40s yeah mm. um, but so actually you know heading uh, I don't it's not like I go out all the time I mean obviously I'm at church but again we're in lockdown um, mm. you know and I'm, I'm socially active from a personal point of view and certainly from the work that I do so I get out um, a lot but it's still really hard to meet someone face to face so yeah. I think for me it's most probably something that I would definitely continue to explore and, and each time I go on I think I learn something new and I open myself up a little bit more or slightly differently um, you know me and you will talk will kind of reflect mm. um and then challenge on the bits that maybe you know you can be more open to because it, yeah I, I think doing the experience and being open at least with someone or and when I say having someone accountable it's maybe not the right word but I think someone to reflect on the journey with is, is important because I think it just challenges you to, to to think okay well I did this this and this maybe mm. next time I'll look at these couple of areas uh to see if you know i can get a or the result that i want which is ultimately meeting Mm. a man who would become my husband yes yes listen Mm. it's been amazing and there's there's a couple of things that have stood out for me as we've been speaking and i think i just want to sort of reiterate emphasize and highlight those things one is that there isn't the perfect person you know you met the beautiful looking guy or when you saw him and then having spoken to him not so much um and there isn't that perfect person and i think sometimes we go on on these um dating websites as if we're going for a job that would perfectly match what we want and we look at the criteria and we think you know just as you would with a job you think or oh, all the things that you would you would love you know a, a good salary a opportunity to work from home travel um, all that kind of thing and something that meets with the qualifications that you have or something that's creative and you know you work in an office in Dubai or something whatever it might be um, we often approach dating the same way and and I think this conversation has shown me and hopefully will show the other listeners that there's no perfect match there really isn't there is going to be forms of, of compromise there is going to be um, you know I'm not saying that you have to compromise one thing for another so you get a great personality great character but doesn't look so good but I think the, re- the reality um, needs to be somewhat applied um, and the self-reflection as you mentioned is sometimes we are looking for you know Mr Amazing or Mrs Wonderful have we looked at ourselves and have done some self-reflection and, and really registered what we have to offer? Um, are we making the best of ourselves physically? Is there things in your character that need to be pulled away? Are there certain things from your past that need to be dealt with? There's so much to it. And yet we jump on and think, right, 
I'm going to look for all the best possible profiles, the best looking profiles. That's what I'm going for. Well, that person's looking back at your profile. And so there is a two-way street. And I think, like you said, that self-reflection really needs to kick in. Um, the other thing that stood out for me is it, I always think to myself, I'm somebody who doesn't really like to type extensively. Whether it's, I mean, more so on a laptop maybe, but definitely not on my phone. So I will very quickly go to a voice note. Um, and I wonder, especially with guys, I wonder how many of them would want to sit and type away lengthy conversations, lengthy sentences and paragraphs um, in trying to get to know them. And I wonder whether that's why certain individuals, male or female, jump quite quickly to let's go to WhatsApp where I can do voice notes, where I can see, you know, use emojis to express myself. Um, and I can look at your status and I can look at your photo on there and all of that kind of thing. So they kind of want to know more. Um, do we hold that against them? I guess you could, but if there's an understanding that that's why it happens, there may be less resistance on, on your part, you know, not you, Jay, but you, you know, plural you, um, as to understand why people do what they do. Um, so those, those are the bits that I've pulled out certainly from our conversation today. Um, I think it's been an intriguing look into the world of dating. Um, online dating in particular and for me it's been helpful because I speak to people all the time and when I run um, you know pre-marriage courses I've got couples sitting in front of me and I say how did you meet more and more people are saying online online whether it's online dating sites or whether it's social media more and more people are online and in this you know in this pandemic that's absolutely what's happening so Jay I want to thank you for opening up and sharing about your experience um, as I said it has been intriguing to see into the, your world um, from your point of view as a woman in her 40s um, who is a Christian who's living for Christ I know that um, you know it can be very very difficult but there is this platform and it can work um, anything that you want to say to our listeners before we go um, so firstly, thank you to you for your time. It's been great to have the conversation. Mm. I think I would say that the, the bits to do is do the self-reflection before you start um, mm. to uh, before you Im Im embark upon it, if it's new to you. And even if you've been doing it for a while, do a little bit of self-reflection so you understand what it is you're looking for. The A to Z um, of relationships uh, by Sonia is, is, a, is a great place to start. As I said, it was really helpful to me. Um, I think be hopeful, be prayerful, um, keep your standards. But, you know, if you're teetering on the edge, give it a go. It's There's lots of fun things about it. Um, you know and and hopefully you meet someone be open um look at people's profiles not just their pictures yeah and and in, enjoy the experience it's not a horrible experience and when you get to a stage where you don't want to do it anymore if you haven't had success then you know it's equally as easy to stop but i would definitely say give it a try fantastic jay thank you so much thank you so much um guys if you uh want to listen 
to the A to Z of bubbly relationships. Scroll back a little bit, you'll see them there. And feel free to dip in and out and see if you can learn something about yourself. Until next time, I've got some great topics lined up for you, some great interviews as well. So see you next time. <laughs>